to Raging Witchcraft. All right, welcome back, witches and bitches, to another episode of your favorite podcast. So today, like I told you guys last week, we were going to have a very special guest, and here she is. The Dark Witch. I know that you guys have loved her on the podcast before, so I just wanted to have her back on, and she will be on again in the future, you guys, so don't worry. Um, But today, basically, what we're going to be talking about is psychic, not psychic, Jesus Christ, I can't, can't. we're going to be talking about spiritual awakenings, and basically, like, how they affect us, how, you know, like, they have us look at things differently, how they remove things from our space, how they remove people from our space, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanted to start out by getting your input on like, what would you consider a spiritual awakening? I feel like for me, like, like for everyone, it's going to be different. Everyone's experience is always going to be different. Like yours is not going to be the same as mine. Mine happened a lot through death in my family. So I feel like my spiritual awakening happened during a lot, a time of struggle through, um, I was getting a lot of signs like crows, a lot of eagles. um, And that's when I started to become more closer with the fact that maybe there was a deity that was supposed to be in my life. And because I did stay away from deity work because I wanted to just make sure I, it was a good time in my practice for me to actually start that. And when it happened, I was going through like a lot, like. (laughs) You're fine. But yeah, I feel like mine happened a lot through a lot of death and passings in my family. And that's what kind of had my spiritual awakening for me. Because like, we're limited, like time is limited. Your next day is never promised, you know? Mm So. Girl, you're going to make me get like mad vulnerable on this fucking podcast, (laughs) this episode. Because so I don't know if you remember me telling you, I think it was like either. I think it was like last week that I messaged you and I was like, dude, I think that I am going through another spiritual awakening and I'm coming, like finally coming out of it. And it's funny because I never realize it until I'm coming out of it that Mm -hmm. it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, like no wonder this, no wonder that, no wonder this. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it happened because of what happened with me. Yep. And a lot, I can't really explain it without like, explaining it so I'm just gonna kind of like give a brief because like y'all are probably gonna be like well what happened why like I can't explain it without you know explaining it so basically in February of this year I had a miscarriage and after that I started like the signs and just the shit that was going on and Mm -hmm. me seeing people differently and people showing their true colors like it wasn't just retrograde and it wasn't just eclipse season because like we've gone through that before we know how that is We know the chaos and the overwhelm and the energy that comes with that. So it was like, I knew it wasn't just that, but it's like, that was kind of like what I blamed it on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, like, all right, you know, it's just a season and like both ended 
And then I started coming out of it. Like I was losing sleep. My appetite was different. People started showing their true colors to the point where I'm like, I need to fucking stand my ground with these people. Like these are people that I, I I guess you can say like collaborate Mm -hmm. quote unquote with. And it's like, I saw their true colors and I'm like, I need, I need to do something about that. And it just, it went from there. But at the same time, like you guys have to understand that spirit, spiritual awakenings are not always like that. They're not not always coming from a death. They're not always coming from a traumatic Mm -hmm. experience. It can simply come from, you know, your spiritual team being like, you know what, you're ready for this and kind of like pushing you forward. Mm -hmm. And another thing, like people don't understand that they have more than one. People think that they only have one and they're like, okay, you know, I got through my spiritual awakening, like, okay, cool, whatever. And then a year, a year later, like it yep. happens again. And they're like, what the fuck is it? It's, it's another spiritual awakening. You don't just have one. And it's, I don't know. I don't know. How did, how did your first one, how does your first one affect you? I want to know. Um, so my first one kind of affected me after I lost my mom. So after I lost my mom, it was, uh, it was a lot on me. Cause like I've experienced death from a very young age. Like I've always lost people in my family since I was a kid and death has never really affected me the way that it affects everyone else around me. Like, you know, like a lot of people really let it take a toll on them and it will like take over their life and their life becomes like all about them like trying to speak on the person that they lost and everything. And I'm not one, like, yes, we can have shared memories about them and whatnot, but I'm not going to let that rule over my entire life and affect me from living my day-to-day life too. And I feel like I learned that from a really young age and that's just kind of how I process. Like I, when I grieve, I feel like I don't really grieve in the same way everyone else does because everyone's like how come you're not so emotional and stuff like this and I'm like I'm emotional when I'm by myself Mm -hmm. like I will be emotional when I'm alone but when I'm with other people like I'm not gonna break down like that for some reason I don't know why it's just not who I am and how I've come when it comes to me grieving like that's just my process of grieving do you think it has anything to do with the fact that you understand that death is not an end? It's an, exactly. it's a beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, cause um, I don't, I believe in reincarnation. I believe in having more than one life. I believe in like, this is just our vessel and we're here for whatever time we're given. And then we move on to our next one and we live mm-hmm. a new life and you get to experience different things. And I, I just, have always had a different process and thoughts about like the afterlife. So from a then, very like young the, age, the days. average normal mm-hmm. person. Yeah, exactly. And I so can understand I've that. always thought about it like that from a young age. So I've been able to grieve a lot differently than other people. And then I feel like after, um, cause I lost my grandmother and then like within like nine months I lost my mom right after that so it was a lot and it took a lot on me that's when I and I was also getting evicted from my apartment this is when COVID hit like it was really bad like 
everywhere was like, oh, you need a vaccine. Oh, you need this. You need proof of this. Like it was really bad. And I had to deal with all of that while losing my mom and my mom being in the hospital and knowing that I was a thousand miles away and I had to lose work and lose money and know that I had to leave my partner here. And, you know, like we were homeless, like we slept in our car, you know, like a lot of things were going on. And I feel like that was my first like spiritual awakening, like to not take shit for granted and to be thankful for where you are and everything that you have and to really work hard and provide what you can, you know? And and I, I feel think like that was my first time. I think that's the interesting thing too about it um, is just the fact that like when people have spiritual awakenings, a lot of the time it, it goes to what they're dealing with at the time or like the main thing that they need to focus on. Like, for example, I guess what my recent awakening was about was just understanding the true colors of people and those boundaries that I'm so set in stone of setting, mm-hmm. I need to set with these people. Yeah. And like with other people, it can be different. Like with you, like you're explaining, like at the time it was about, you know, not taking things for granted, appreciating what you have at the time mm-hmm. and things like that. And it's like, spiritual spiritual awakenings can be shitty they're not all sunflowers and rainbows like people explain it to be it's not it's really not it's a tough time it's a tough time and some spiritual awakenings like you have to go through some really bad shit to kind of like give it that push that it needs yeah and that tower moment moment really affects a lot Mm -hmm. people you know, I'm not the type to think of like the tower card, for example, like if say we're getting into tarot with this, like I'm not the mm-hmm. type of person that to think that like the tarot, the right. tower card is a bad card. It always depends mm-hmm. on the card that comes with it. Yeah. And that's kind of like your spiritual awakening. Like it's a tower moment, but what card comes with it to explain why you're going through this awakening? What's the main reasoning as to why, what is it that you need to come to terms with? What is it that you need to understand? What is it that you need to see? Like things like that. Mm-hmm. I love how, as we're talking about this, my cat is literally sitting next to me, guarding me right now. <laughs> Saffron's in here. Hi, baby. She comes in. She comes in here every episode, every episode. Say hi. <laughs> you say hi. Hello. What's going on? so cute you can ow you can sit right there there you go but either way like people people really need to understand that like spiritual awakenings happen multiple 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 times sorry my microphone is being really funny today I'm sorry you guys um yes okay spiritual awakenings happen multiple times through your life and especially like when we're doing what we're doing it it's prone to happen even more because of the fact that it kind of like goes into that whole healing aspect. Like people fail to realize that healing plays a really big part in witchcraft because it's like, say that you're trying to do a self-love spell, right? You can't successfully do that spell unless you're doing the work to heal yourself, to accept who you are, to feel confident in who you are and to love yourself fully and like give yourself that compassion that you need. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of like, everything has that healing aspect to it and with spiritual awakenings like in a way I guess I can say like 
it, it depends on the person or whatever it may be, but like in a way those awakenings kind of heal us. I don't know if that makes sense. They do. They, um, I feel like they also help with like, like you said, it's obviously it's a spiritual awakening. So you're at the end of it, you're going to realize everything that you needed to focus on or everything that happened you're going to be like yep it happened for a reason it happened like this because a b and c like some things are a coincidence but there's some pretty damn <laughs> pretty good coincidences let me tell you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i tell my dad all the time because he listens to the podcast too i don't know if i told right. you that but my dad listens to the podcast Hey dad. Um, but I tell him all the time, like he'll message our group chat and be like, Oh, well this happened today. I'm like, that's not a coincidence. Mm-mm. Not at all. Not at all. I'm the type of person that doesn't believe in coincidences. And especially like with what we do, it's like, it's all the more reason to believe that like nothing is a coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. And I will say yep. I am, I'm, I will never regret the tattoo that I got at 17 without my parents knowing because the quote is everything happens for a reason. I will never regret mm-hmm. that tattoo because it's a really big belief of mine. And like, even what I just recently went through, like, yeah, it was shitty and it's still shitty. Mm-hmm. You know this, but at the same time, everything happens for a reason. And granted, yes, the spiritual awakening didn't really clue me in on what that reasoning was, but one of these days I will find out that reason. Exactly. And it's, yeah. And it's just one of those things that's like, it's, and I'm not, I'm not going to say that like every death or everything like that, like happens for a reason, but there's something behind it. Like with my grandparents, for example, my mom never accepting of what I, what I do or did never accepting of it. And my grandma, um, my grandma practicing, like she knew that my grandmother practiced, but she couldn't do much about it just because of the fact that like, that's her mom. And then when I started practicing, she could do something about it. And then my grandparents passed away. And now my grandmother is a really, really, really big part of who I am Mm -hmm. now and of my practice. And I guess like, I wouldn't necessarily say that that's like the reasoning of why it happened, but at the same time, like pretty, you know, like, I, I don't even know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's crazy how that happened, I guess. Exactly. It's just, it's like you said, you don't believe in coincidences, but like she's there for a reason. Like she's there mm-hmm. for a sole purpose. Like that's her purpose for her afterlife is to have, be there for you, help guide you and be part of your spiritual team, you know? And you know how in the beginning you were explaining how like you believe in reincarnation and you believe that Mm -hmm. like you're here for a limited amount of time and then you passed away and then you come back. So that's what my grandfather did. So my grandmother decided not to come back. She decided to stay in the spirit world, but my grandfather, yes, his soul does come visit every so often, but he moved forward. He chose to come back somehow, some way. And he's not around as often, obviously, because of the fact that he's, he's something physical in the physical world, but like Mm -hmm. people fail to realize like you have that choice and being a psychic medium, it's crazy because like, I've gotten those questions answered of like, is it actually a choice? It is. 
It is. I gotta sneeze. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. I got a window open next to me and the allergies are really bad. Oh, so pollen this year. It's like snow. Mm-hmm. It's like snow. I went outside the other day to go take a walk and I'm like, you know what? Walk like my ass green. right back inside. I was <laughs> like, nope, I'm good. Um, but no, it's just like when it comes to spiritual awakening, like it's always something that you need. You might not know that you need it at the time, but by the time it's starting to kind of like end off for me, for example, like the fact that like, I'm just now ending mine, I realized like, damn, I needed that. Mm -hmm. I needed, I needed to see that. Exactly. Like you said, it doesn't always have to be with death or like a traumatic experience or something really chaotic happening. It can be like, maybe you're getting a new opportunity for work or maybe you're realizing that the people you're hanging around aren't who you thought they were and you want to remove them from your life you know like it's not always something negative mm-hmm. and it's like for example like at the salon I've been getting appointments and like when they were at the old location, you were, you know, like I wasn't getting any appointments because it, it was dead. And I'm now at a point where it's like every single week I go in, I have an appointment exactly. and I just open that space. And it's like, people are messaging me. Like, for example, this weekend, this, this lady wants three readings. And I was like, oh, I can bundle it up for you. And she was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll be there Saturday. Another appointment, <laughs> another appointment. And I'm not complaining at all because it's like, I say it all the time, just for example, like with everything else that's going on, I always say like money trumps drama, business, business trumps drama. Let me like rephrase that. It's not about, it's not about money. It's more so like business wise, like business trumps drama. If I'm getting business trumps everything, but if I'm not getting business, that's a different story. But the fact that like my business has kind of been starting to like boom in the salon, Mm -hmm. it's kind of changed my point of view to like look the other way and I'm just like you know what it's fine it's fine right. like like I'm here to make my money I'm not here to be friends with you or make friends or anything like that I'm here to make my bread sell my products get the word out get my name out get clients who will get um, amazing reading and then will obviously be coming back mm-hmm. so or leaving a review with their friends and family and having their friends and family mm-hmm. come back. Like exactly. the reading I did, the reading I did last Saturday, I think I told you this, it was from, it was for the guy at the gas station. Mm-hmm. And man, I found some things about this man that I didn't even know. Cause I thought he was just like some random dude. He's married, has kids like this and that. I'm like, okay. Okay. But apparently he was telling his um, coworkers and his friends about it and they want to come in for a reading too. So it's like, okay, okay. I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. And it's like, excuse me. Sorry. Um, it's getting to a point where it's like, I'm starting to think about what would, what would happen if I opened my own little Mm -hmm. shop? Like what would happen if I started renting a space and opened my, my own little area? It doesn't even need to be anything big, you know? Cause like, I do readings and spell work more than I do anything else, more than I sell from my shop, more than right. Like anything. that's the goal here. I feel yeah. like it's for 
anyone who really is a practitioner and takes this very seriously and like this is your main source of income and this is your everyday life and your everyday job and this is your career like that is the end goal is to have a shop of your own that you have lucrative income coming in from because it's completely yours and it's Mm -hmm. your name on it you know like you don't have to worry about it being in someone else's space or having to rent out a room from someone else in a small space you could just have your own shop and you sell all your own items and you know I feel like that is something I've definitely talked about too um, with my man because there's a lot of like little cute Nikki shops like down the street on my downtown strip and oh, like the rent is so expensive sometimes. <laughs> man, I haven't even looked into the rent from for down here because it's like it's historic. They call it the mm-hmm. historic yeah. downtown. Mm-hmm. So it's like is the rent two grand grand over sometimes (laughs) like honestly i don't need a space i need a million dollar condos down there in my historic downtown and it ain't even that big i don't know who who working Mm -mm. out here making a million grand (laughs) (laughs) but it's like i love the salon i really do it's just like i would love Mm -hmm. to have my own space where i don't have to worry about if anybody else is going to be there so I can get in it'll be a a much better energy for readings and spell work because Mm -hmm. now that space won't have multiple energies involved in it because now you have other people who could be sending you the evil eye other people who are like "Mm, I don't think that reading matches up or something like you know just people sending negative energy around you can affect your work and Mm -hmm. I feel like having a shop and having that nice enclosed space where it's literally sacred just for your work is the best thing that you could get. And I mean, shit, eventually, because my man does not like coming in this room, does not like coming in this room because he just like the only, the farthest he'll go is like when the door is open, he'll go to the end of the door and that's it. Like he'll stand there and he'll be like, can you come here? Instead of just like walking in, he doesn't like coming in here. So I feel like if I had my own space, not only would it be sacred and special to myself and not like just be, you know, my space, but also like I could take some of the stuff that's in here and move it down there and do mm-hmm. like, if I have an online reading shit, I can do my online readings in that shop. I can do spell work in that shop. I can do everything in that shop because it's my space. It's my key. It's my space. I can get into it mm-hmm. whenever I want. If I want to be there until midnight, I can't, you know? Exactly. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy because like the end of this whole spiritual, spiritual awakening shit, like that's when I started getting a lot of bookings for the salon. And that's when I started getting a lot of in-person bookings because people were asking me like, how are your in-persons going? And I just, I always had to kind of like trail them off the subject just because of the fact that I wasn't getting any bookings. The only readings that I was, yeah. And the only readings that I was doing were the people that worked there. It wasn't mm-hmm. just random people off the street, but now it's random people off the street or it's people getting their hair done asking about, hey, whose space is that? What is that? And them explaining, hey, that's the tarot space. But like if I had my own shop, because a lot of the shops downtown have like really big like window displays, yeah, signs, signs, like mm-hmm. filling up those windows, just signs like tarot readings, this and that. And it's just like, I would love to do that. But like, I didn't have that mindset before 
I always thought, mm-hmm. you know, I'm perfectly, you know, content doing, and I, like, I still am like, I'm perfectly content doing everything from home, but like now I'm kind of like trailing off to thinking about what it would be like having my own space, having my own shop for people to walk into and be like, Hey, can I get a reading? Like things like that. Exactly. And like, that's what they'll always ask for. It's either spell work or reading. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for sure that they're coming into your shop for your business. And not only that, but like, that's another thing that I would probably like end up having to figure out along the lines of, because lately I've been getting more spell work than readings. Like I barely do readings anymore. And if I do do readings, it's either a mediumship reading or a spirit guide identification. I rarely do readings anymore. And like, I'm not complaining because girl, I love, I love doing spell work for clients. Exactly. I I feel like definitely um, doing readings does take a lot more energy as well because now you're, this It's just a form of divination and it just takes a lot more out of you than well not a lot more out of even I mean but when you're doing multiple readings yeah then yeah because you're like back after back like sometimes when I'm on lives and I do like 10 readings back to back I'm like I couldn't Mm -mm. all right guys I'm getting Mm -mm. tired and then I say it like one more time and then like two more people (laughs) send in and I'm like okay well somebody talks Next time, pro tip, pin a comment that says readings cut off, like stop sending me money. For reading. <laughs> right, I mean, it's good, gonna, though. We're going to pin it at like t- top 10. That's it. It's good, though, because like it's mm-hmm. business for you. And not only that, but like usually live readings. I don't know if you do full readings or if they're like quick readings. They're like little mini ones. Then like sometimes people-, people ask an extra qu- question or something and I'll like throw it in there for them. But for the most part, they're like five cards max. But that's why I love many readings because it gives mm-hmm. people insight on your full readings. And they're like, mm-hmm. hmm, maybe, maybe I do want a full reading. Maybe, maybe I should go, you know, book a, mm-hmm. a full reading with this person because that was just a smaller. Like, look at their website real quick. <laughs> exactly. And a lot of people are usually attracted to spell work. I feel like a lot of people are looking for that nowadays. Mm-hmm surprisingly I was not expecting mm-hmm. that because like you even know every time you message me mm-hmm. what am I doing spell work for a client spell work <laughs> always 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 and I have one of my clients who now not only am I doing weekly spells for like I was already doing weekly spells for her but now instead of just her it's weekly spells for her entire family along with mm-hmm. monthly spells for her two monthly spells and then I have another client reaching out asking to send an invoice for June because she wants to start doing monthly spells with me. And it's just, it's just like, I, first and foremost, y'all, if y'all are interested in monthly spells, I do offer those, but you just got to message me for it. I don't offer it on my website. Um, but like, I love doing monthly spells because I love the trust that my clients mm-hmm. have for me to do a spell every single month for them because exactly. it's not just like a one and done. Mm-hmm. What do you want? every time what do you want I think I know what she wants she wants some wet food that's what she wants (laughs) because her sister eats it all before she gets to it yeah you want some wet food okay I'll give it to you when I'm done but it's like even like after we're done with this I have a cleanse and protection for a client and then I have a Mm -hmm. money spell which I want to get done today because like 
I need to do the cleanse and protection before because I'm not going to do the money spell and then the cleanse and protection. I mm-hmm. that's just no. So I got to do the first two spells before and then do the money spell because it's Jupiter Day. So it's like the perfect day to do it. So I'm going to do that. And then um, tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, I have a protection spell for my client. And then more on Saturday. We love it. Both been busy. <laughs> I do love it. I do love it. And it's like, whenever I say that I'm overwhelmed by it, like I was literally just talking to my therapist about it. Like the overwhelm from business is completely different than overwhelm from like home life. Completely different. Because I like that type of over- overwhelmed. Exactly. It means that I'm being successful. Mm-hmm. And successful equals good. Like, I like that. Mm-hmm. It is a lot, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, like, um, I had, like, a week where I was, like, really heavy on, like, spell work. And I think I was snapping you, like, everything that I was doing. And it was, like, that took a lot out of me. Because that's when I was getting like a little more busy with um, people booking for spell work. And I had like a full week of like spells. And then I had someone who wanted a bundle. And then someone else was trying to do like an offering spell with like Hades and stuff. And yeah, it was. <laughs> but that it's good though. It's mm-hmm. good though. It means that your business is successful. And then you're just booked and busy after that. <laughs> I'm not mistaken. I also have a mediumship reading. That's what I was going to say. So it's like, when it comes to spell work, I would say the amount of drain, because like, you know how you were saying that Mm -hmm. like tarot versus spell work. Like I would say that a mediumship reading probably is the same amount of drain that a spell would be for a client. Mm -hmm. Because like, y'all let me tell you these spirits sometimes come in it's important it's important for my for my new mediums out there or psychic mediums or whatever you are just know that when you are starting out to work with spirits boundaries boundaries because when I first started I had no problem with spirits connecting through me and channeling through me to the point where like I was legit like granted still to this day like I do feel their emotions and I just got a booking I just got I have two spirit guide identifications to do this week, I guess. I'm not complaining. But um, like I've had spirits give me the pain that they felt when they passed away. And that's a lot. Okay. And, you know, still to this day, like I do allow it to an extent. It it depends on how you died. If my client wants to know how you died, you can tell me. You don't have to you know, I don't, I don't want to feel stab wounds or I don't want to feel like Mm -hmm. a heart attack or something like that. Like it's just, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. And then sometimes when I call in spirits for my client, the whole family shows up and I'm just like, well, Hey, yeah. (laughs) Who's first? It's nice. (laughs) Family reunion. (laughs) Like that's what I'm thinking of. And that's why when people book mediumship readings, I always tell them, like, if there's somebody you want to speak to specifically, put them in the comments because I would just call them forward. Right. I would just call them forward because it, like it at the end of the day, like sometimes it saves me energy. But at the same time, you still get the same reading that you booked. But it it also saves me energy because there's not five million ancestors standing mm-hmm. in my room like, hey, I want to say something. I want to I want to. It's a lot like yeah. overwhelming. Mm mm. I don't know. I do like it though. I love 
the fact, and I was just talking to my sister about the fact that like, I never envisioned myself being in this spot ever, mm-hmm. ever. Like I, I knew like, what I wanted I love to do. Movies and stuff about this kind of shit and all that. Like I loved like all the classics, but mm-hmm. I never thought that. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's a business. I would be having. Yeah, like this would be a part of a business for me. Like I connect with it on such a higher level than anything spiritually that I've tried to connect with. Let me ask you something, because I think that this is something that I brought up on the last podcast. So mm-hmm. when you're like super, super booked with like readings and spell work and things like that, how do you balance that out with your own deity work and your own craft? So I will always make sure that their offerings are still good. So like I'll make sure like the fruit that I put there is okay still. And that they still have either water or like wine or some type of offering like in their cups. So like I will always make sure that that stuff is there. And sometimes I'll even get them like little gifts as like apologies. Like, I'm sorry, I haven't spent as much time with you guys. I'll light your candle later, you know, like. And I think I did that for my birthday. Like I got them quite a bit of things to like put and display on their altar for like. You did get a lot. Yeah. So like, <laughs> especially, I did get a lot, <laughs> but not for a good price. Okay, I think everything was. Super. And you also got some like chef's kiss shit. So, mm-hmm. like she's back there sitting pretty. Did you do a haul? So I did not. You need to because I know people want to see so that. You know, shit. the one thing at the end, I don't want to say it out loud because nobody knows what you got. But like the. The big piece, right? <laughs> yeah, the big and no, piece. Oh. <laughs> and no people and would surprisingly, love that. That was probably like the cheapest thing. You're joking. Like the cheapest bone out of all the bones was probably the cheapest thing. For sure. You're joking. Mm. I need to come visit shit because. It's because <laughs> taxidermy is, and hunting is very common out here. So I feel like. And it's also a lot of roadkill too. Like a lot of like, like there's a deer literally down my block just posted up with a broken leg on the side of the road, like just out in the open. And I'm excited for it. (laughs) I tell Brian all the time, I'm like, "Mm, if I am in the car by myself, I will stop on the side of the road. You won't do it mm-hmm. because you don't want to look crazy, but I don't, I have no issue. But I don't care. No issue. I have no regrets. <laughs> if a cop shit, if somebody calls the cops and a cop pulls up behind me, I'm a witch. Thank you. So be it. This is, this is legal. It was already dead. I didn't kill it. Thank you. It's been dead for months now and no one's picked it up <laughs> and I'm going to pick it up. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of, I have, I still have those two dead birds on my porch. I need to do so. I need to freeze them. I did I remember I picked up bones and like my deer jaws from a roadkill like roadkill I remember that you and sent me videos like of you <laughs> inside the road you know, all these people on the highway like and I swear to you I've never seen that highway as busy as it was that day <laughs> of course like of it course. was like I literally like anytime I drive 
through that highway, either it's going there or leaving, going back, whatever the case may be, it is never that busy. But for some reason, it was so freaking busy and everyone kept taking the exit that I was parked on. So I had my car parked on the exit and I, the deer was there. So all these people are taking the exit and obviously they have to slow down because they're fucking coming into an exit. So they're all just slowing down, looking at me like, like I got purple surgery gloves on, touching this damn deer. You so, took gloves from your job, bag. didn't you? Bitch, you took gloves from your fucking job for that shit. I was like, I'm just going to grab a couple, okay? Like, and, but sometimes I even have them like in my pockets and shit. Like, yeah. I'll have like a pair in my pocket because like sometimes shit happens and the nail pokes through and you never know when you need an extra glove. So, <laughs> oh my God. I will always <laughs> keep like a spare in my pocket. So, like, sometimes it was just from a, collect- a collection of me having gloves in my pocket. So I know everyone was looking at me crazy that day, though. Like, why is this girl literally on the side of the road touching a dead deer? But, like, (laughs) it it can't be that uncommon. Like, come on, man. We're in freaking Wisconsin. (laughs) Oh, my God. There was a, um, what are they called? It wasn't a groundhog. Fuck. I picked up a dead raccoon off of the side of the road. Because I felt, well, one, I actually was going to put it in a jar like I was gonna take it and put it in a jar and see if I preserve could, like, it preserve it but yeah. no she was really squished and it wasn't happening <laughs> so I actually just <laughs> moved it to the side of the road <laughs> so because I didn't want to just keep getting run over like it's... was I mean was the skull squished no you could have bet you could have taken that skull Oh, but that would have required me to have to cut the head off. I mean, your man can do that. I would have Brian do that. But <laughs> my boyfriend gags if my dog poops in the house. That is not happening. For sure not happening. <laughs> I mean, He'll hey, kill so- a bug or whatever the case may be. But he is for sure not going to cut no damn raccoon head off of a dead carcass off the side of the road that I found. <laughs> I mean, shit, hey, I guess sometimes you got to be the man of the relationship. He's going to be like, absolutely not. Who do you think I am? <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to be like, you need not- to find a butcher or something because I'm not it. <laughs> it was a gopher. It was a gopher. That's what it is. A dead gopher. Oh, now, I've never... I don't know what the spiritual meaning behind that is, but let me tell you, I wanted to stop and I wanted to pick it up, but I was late for my appointment and I had to keep trying. <laughs> I definitely have messed around with a dead deer, a dead raccoon. See, I think you're so far. I've seen like, a skunk before. You're like five steps ahead of me. Cause I've only dealt with squirrels and birds, squirrels and birds. Which, which the I reason why, which, which time? <laughs> that one time my dad, my dad sent me a picture and he was like, I heard a loud bang outside. So I went outside and it was a freaking dead bird who ran I, into my window. I remember that. You know, it woke up, I guess. It just knocked itself out. <laughs> Cause when I woke up, I ran outside. Cause I was like, I want to. 
see it. And it was gone, so, wasn't it? And it was gone. I was like, oh but my this is God. also this is also like when I think of reincarnation because I have like buried my fishes before, right? Mm-hmm. So like I buried my like dead fishes and I literally went back like later that day to dig them up and they were gone. Yo. <laughs> Tell me fucking why. So you remember my first like death work test, right? When I was at the apartment and I had to bury that squirrel. Mm -hmm. When I went to unbury it, it wasn't there. Right? I don't know what I found, but that was not squirrel bones. It wasn't there. Where to go? It was not fucking there. And it's like, and I'm kind of scared because like the dead birds have been out on my part. I kind of forgot about them for a couple of days because I was like really, 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 really busy. Um, but they're in a box. And I went to go get my, because my tripod came in. So it was, I had to go outside to get the box out. And I seen the box and like there's flies around it. I'm like, oh shit, like they're decomposing. So like, I need to get them inside in the freezer, like by tonight, which y'all, if you're listening to this, it's where it's not as gross as it sounds. Trust me, I use plastic bags. I use all the things. They are not, they're not touching my food. Listen, I have a dead mouse in my freezer. Keep talking. <laughs> I haven't found a use for it. We don't it make yet. it sound any better. We really don't. We don't make it sound any more displeasing than it already fucking sounds. Okay. So let's just listen, not dig the grave. <laughs> I had to bring them home though, because these dead birds were found at a fucking crossroads. They were on a crossroad. So I was like, I, I need to, I need to bring those home and bring those right. home. So <laughs> got to freeze them. So got to use them for spell work. Oh my like, God. Sorry. Life but... of a death witch. <laughs> Life yeah. of a death witch, you guys. And I was like, I was thinking of burying them, but then I was like, like I would have buried them if they died like a certain way, but like they weren't crushed, crushed. They were just kind of like smushed, but there's, there was like no blood, no, no, like squishing, no, like no crazy, not, it wasn't like it got run out. Cause if that bird, they were baby birds. So if they got run over by a car, you'd be able to tell. Mm-hmm. And they weren't, and they were on the fucking sidewalk at the corner. So I'm like, and these were found at the fucking salon too. And I put those bitches in a box and I walked home with that goddamn box, went to the gas station, got what I needed. They were like, oh, you got a present? I was like, you don't know, you don't want to know what's in here. You really don't want to look. <laughs> you don't want to look inside this box right now. I'm telling you right now, you will not look at me the same. <laughs> That's so bad. I felt so bad because he legit looked at the box and he was like, oh, you got a gift. You brought a gift home. And I'm like, yeah, you don't want to know what's in Something here. Something like that. <laughs> something like that <laughs> and it was the guy that I had just done a reading for like an hour before <laughs> and I was like I know you think I'm weird now we're just gonna keep it that way we're just gonna keep that at the minimum okay we're just gonna put this on yeah. the table <laughs> oh my god when Brad goes in the freezer when he gets home and he sees that he's gonna flip the shit out he's gonna be like oh I'll get it out <laughs> What's in the freezer? What is this? Right now. Get it out. I don't, you know, I, still to this day, I don't think that he knows that there's a dead mouse in the freezer. Honestly, just get like a hot pocket box and just write, do not touch. 
Poggy Boggy's bedroom. <laughs> and just put do not touch danger <laughs> or something I'm pretty, on the box, okay? I'm pretty sure the mouse, though, that's in there is wrapped, like not wrapped, but like in a paper towel to where like the paper towel is like this. Mm-hmm. And it's in a paper or like a plastic bag like that and it's just frozen it stunk for a little bit i would say that it did but after it got like frozen frozen it was fine so there was like no problem with that so i was like okay i just need to find a use for it and i want to use it for war water but the war water that i have is already outside and i don't need another fucking jar outside like we already got (laughs) enough jars just everywhere you know, so you know, let's just keep it to that. It ran over one with the lawnmower. Because I guess I didn't bury it deep enough. He ran over it with the fucking lawnmower. And it was a um it was a hex. Thankfully a hexes are temporary and thankfully it wasn't a curse, but <laughs> you know who it was for. <laughs> That is like <laughs> my worst nightmare. <laughs> because of the fact that we don't have a shovel, so I had to do it with a spoon. I had to dig with a spoon. <laughs> okay, girl, first of all, you want a Walmart gardening section enough. You should have a little, a little, a little shovel, shovel of something. <laughs> don't call out my plants, okay? <laughs> you definitely be in that section way more than you should you should definitely have a little baby (laughs) shovel for you to dig some spell jars and shit listen i'm going to walmart either monday or tuesday so i promise i'm gonna remind you (laughs) well i'm getting a list i'm getting a new plant anyways when i go (laughs) better be included listen i get a plant every time i go to the store it's so bad. It's so bad. But hey, listen, I could spend money on on worse things. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. But listen, like I have me I, who buys ostrich eggs. I mean, girl, you were supposed to wait. To, you were supposed to wait. It's I have so pretty. Else, though. I have so much stuff that I got. I don't mind. I know. This. But like, who the fuck is going to get an ostrich egg? You and it's funny because my <laughs> boyfriend picked this out. <laughs> he was like, babe, get it. It's probably because it wasn't bones. He was like, babe, get it, get it. <laughs> he was like, who's gonna have this? <laughs> I told Brian that I ordered a cat head or a cat skull. He didn't like that very much. I told him I, I was like skull, though. I told him I was I was gonna sh- y'all. I, pr- I promise I'm not actually gonna do this. Just disclaimer: I'm not actually gonna do this. I'm not that much of a bitch. But I told Brian I was gonna take the cat skull and show it to Nala and be like, "If you want to run away, this is what's gonna happen to you. This is why I saved you." Honestly, my dog barks at like any of the skulls I have in my room. Like they if don't I like put that. My- <laughs> yeah, if I put my skull like on the floor, like she just is like. <laughs> Like starts growling and barking and running back and forth. She don't like it. I've I've done it with my bear skull. I've done it with the new uh, deer skull I got, and she is she is not a fan. 
See, I was getting, that's funny because I was going to get I a I call her school. eating my shark jaw though. Oh no, man. We would have an issue. We would have an issue. Mm, but very, very upset with her for that one. I was going to get a bear skull. I was looking at them, but mm-hmm. the only places where I could have gotten them, they're like fucking $400. Yeah. Very expensive. And I'm like, listen, if I'm spending $400, I'm going to do it on multiple things. I can get you one, one for cheaper than that at the, sh- at the shop that I went to. I can get you one for cheaper than that. Are you going to send my package out before the end of the year? I need to send yours out. Oh my God. Literally. It's just sitting there. Like it's like, it's not, it's not like it's not ready. Like it's just there. <laughs> I also need to send you more money to um get me crystals. Cause so you can use that other five that I gave you literally and get me she more has crystals. Some really cute stuff. I actually just bought a piece. I think it was like a pink amethyst free form and it has like some really pretty plumes on it. And I was like, it's so pretty. So I got you know it. Who, you know who really loves pink amethyst apparently? Hmm. Lilith. No, I listen. I have, oh, so I, ha- I definitely have a piece that I can put there. Cause there's like a crystal that I have that I don't really use a lot. And I know it's pink amethyst. So I'm probably going to put that there for her. Cause I like giving them little crystal offerings and stuff like that. You know, she don't like me using her pink amethyst for spell work other than her spell work. If it's not Mm -hmm. her spell work, she has an issue. So I'm like, I'll just use something. I'll use garnet. It's fine. It's fine. Right. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I have a garnet mountain. Like it's like a little mountain carving. I need another sphere. I do too. Oh, that's what you wanted. You wanted me mm-hmm. to match up your other sphere that you have. Mm-hmm. Cause it's about, it's a garnet sphere. It's about like mm-hmm. this big. I, I would have to measure it for you, but cause the other sphere that I have is rose quartz. And number one, I don't use rose quartz. Right. And I have that on Persephone's altar. <laughs> and it's also really fucking small and it doesn't, it just didn't look right. So I just, I took that off. It was really loud. Sorry. Yeah, I, have, I haven't showed my dog my cat's goal. I don't know how she would react to that one. Mm-mm. So you, Saffron and Nala, they don't, they don't like that gator head. They don't like it. They don't like it. They sniffed it first, and then they were like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. They're like, no. Nope. Mm-mm. Nah, I'm good. Because it's a full head, too, so it looks like an mm-hmm. animal. <laughs> Saffron, you want, you want a gator head? Because let yeah. me see. Like, I have my cat skull right here. <laughs> it's in the little dome display I made with the crystal and shit. This one. Oh, that's so pretty. So, like, I made this one myself. I don't know if you can see it. The light's, like, washing it out. I'm probably just going to. So, it's like that. She's so pretty. So pretty. Name see, is I Jasper. can't. I can't wait. So my sheepskin just shipped mm-hmm. and it's coming from Poland. So that's going to take oh, a while. Hello. And then the two fox skulls and the cat skull have already been shipped, but they're coming. They're also coming from another country. So that's going to take a while. So the first thing that I got I was have a fox skull right there. I got to wait for everything else. I think since I got two fox skulls, I'm going to mm-hmm. do like something like that ish with one of them. And then because of the reason, like the whole reason why I got everything is because I'm redoing my entire sacred space. 
Yes, like, I wanna. I have like a new tapestry, tapestry, however you freaking say it. <laughs> I have a tapestry. new one that I, yeah, though I, I took the one out of my room. So I have that one that I can put. I wanna put that one near my DD altar because I feel like if you look at the one that I had in my room, it literally looks like Poseidon and Hades are in there. Like, it literally looks like it because it looks like they're, it looks like his um, trident. Fuck, I forgot what it's called. I am wish. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you <laughs> off really quickly. I am wishing you as much energy as I am getting right now because I don't know what the fuck is going on, but that's the third booking I've got gotten since we started recording. Send this energy to Mercedes. Get, get her some readings and spell work, please. We universe. love that. Please. She's like Let's sharing is caring. Sharing is fucking caring. And Shit. I want to move the moon one that I have there because I feel like it's not, it doesn't match with the energy that belongs in my deity space. You know, I feel like the other one will fit a lot better. And then I'm going to move a lot of the stuff on the wall. So expect the space to look different soon. That's why I put that one up and I took my moon one down because the moth mm-hmm. one that I have, the black and white one, that one fits so much better in here than the moon one. The moon one is just like, it's too girly, like too pink and girly for me, like somewhere else probably, but like in this mm-hmm. room, like I like this because of like all the plants that I have, I like right. black and green, black and mm-hmm. green. And that's why like, I have I'm green very pillows. brown bronzy I like green and reds and like little pops of orange here and there but like I'm a very brown girl in my room (laughs) very brown very neutral but like a good neutral Mm -hmm. like a like a it's like an earthy kind of witch vibe almost it's like earthy but still gothic almost in a Mm way (laughs) speaking of have you gotten a new altar cloth (laughs) I guess that's a no no I, have, I, forget, I, haven't even I forgot to ask you that girl you need a new author cloth I need to oh my goodness what are we at I know you wanted to cap it at a little bit I don't even know it's fine oh. I don't even know what time I don't even have my fucking my tablet's all the way over there <laughs> yeah what time it is We're just it's go. okay it's okay well on that note I guess did you have any final things to say because I know we kind of wrote off of the whole uh yeah we, we always do Shit. this it's okay it's okay we keep them on their toes we still kind of we, we their- still kind of we dive into it a little bit it's fine <laughs> <laughs> like I mean I guess so like I guess last notes for is like don't think of your spirit like not every spiritual awakening is going to be a bad one I definitely say that that is something to keep in mind listen that- to the signs Yes, do not ignore the signs. Always trust your gut because your gut is usually always right. Mm-hmm. That intuition, always. y'all, more You're, powerful yeah, than trust. you think. And the Empress card, if it comes out at you, if that card flies out, you need to trust it, okay? And just funny know. enough, really quickly, funny enough, when I was doing mm-hmm. that reading for the guy at my gas station. He got the Empress card at the end of the reading and it came out and I looked at him, looked at him dead in the face. And I said, do you have mommy issues? And he started laughing and he was like, yeah, I do. I do. 
And I was like, that makes sense as to why Mm -hmm. everything that was said was said because of your fucking mommy issues, because he talks down on himself. And I was like, this makes so much sense because your, your mom did that. Yeah. Y'all pay attention, pay fucking attention, trust your intuition. What else? Listen, spiritual awakenings can be hard. They can be hard. They can. They I'm can not be hard here. or they can be easy. Yeah. They can come like in waves. Like you can have multiple of them like within a year. You can have one of them every other year, you know, like mm-hmm. it, 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 timing is always going to be different. And I everyone's have, I, experience is always going to be different. You know, it's crazy. I had one last year around the same time when all the shits, because it's about to be June, which is when all of that shit popped off. And that's when I had mine. And I decided Mm -hmm. to go to the store and get Malachite. And then after I got the Malachite, (laughs) shit started popping off. I need to actually carry my Malachite with me because I haven't been carrying my crystals with me. And I feel like that's why I've been a little off. Mm. I wrapped up my malachite, like the little crystal like pieces, and I put them on my gold hoops. Mm-hmm. So that's how I wear them. That's how I wear my malachite. Because I, I can't for the life of me find my velvet malachite. Cannot <gasps> for the fucking life of me find it. I don't know where it is. Well, we're going to take some malachite, citrine. <laughs> And this is just y'all's reminder. Change out your rose of Jericho water. Water your plants or spray them down and cleanse your space and yourself. And make a little bundle to carry on yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> for the day. Mm-hmm. And it's super today. Um, write an affirmation on a dollar bill. Put some money oil on it. Put it in your wallet. Don't spend it. There you go. Easy, simple spells. Mm-mm. Brian always asks me, can I have that dollar that's in your wallet? Nope. No. Sorry, no. <laughs> you can't even do a simple tea light spell. You can take a tarot card, put the tarot card down, and just put a tea light on it and think of the intentions of the tarot card, and boom, you have a simple spell right there. Ace of Pentacles and the Seven of Pentacles. I love the Seven of Pentacles. That's my favorite card. Favorite card. Super, super simple ways to do money spells especially wash if your, you're like super low energy yeah wash your hands with cinnamon while or thinking ginger. about or ginger while thinking about receiving prosperity oh, i just seen this um that we should try allspice yes allspice is so good for prosperity and it's so slept on the I, only reason i don't only reason i don't use it is because i have the balls of it i don't have ground no, yeah i'm gonna take the balls and i'm just gonna <laughs> I don't care. I'm gonna use it anyway. Shit, exfoliate your fucking hands. With those mm-hmm. You can even make an allspice oil. Mm-hmm. You can like I'm. I didn't want to say this because I wanted to like gatekeep it a little bit. Because, <laughs> <laughs> but I am making a rose of Jericho oil. Because, like, obviously, like, I have a dried up Rose of Jericho. I'm going to cut up a little couple pieces. And I'm going to throw them in the oil. Damn, bitch. And that's, See, like, I... something to put on every day. <laughs> 
watch everyone's gonna be like i'm making rose jericho oil now because who doesn't have a rose jericho it's super simple i mean i use the water mostly because i have one two three mm-hmm. i have i think i have four in the house exactly so i save the water for it but like my water is full but the oil also lasts longer than water Come on, and guys. if you guys don't, <laughs> if you guys don't want to make the oil, you can use the water, put it on your temple. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll take like a little splash of it and like go over my crown with it. Hands, wrists, and feet. Feet. Don't forget your feet. Feet. Walking on money. Feet. Wash your shoes with it. Put it in your laundry. Yep. Put a little bit. You know, I need to start doing that, putting a little bit of the water, like Florida water, but like instead mm-hmm. Rose of Jericho water and putting a little bit in your laundry when you walk. Yeah. Girl. Y'all, we're, we're giving y'all a little bit. We're giving much. a lot of tips. Uh-uh. Wait, wait. Uh-uh. Book with us. We have Book Patreons. With us. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up for we're Patreon and you get more. Extra, a lot of extra tips that we did today for sure because i think the majority of the spells the spell work that i especially like have on the magician on my patreon are money spells yeah and like better business spells and things like that like if you have a business y'all i'm just putting it out there like i got a patreon you know you know where to find it link in bio (laughs) (laughs) you know you know you know where to click but <laughs> literally I'm planning on making that because I was like I want something that's gonna last a little longer for like my Rose of Jericho and stuff like that and I wonder if I put a little flora water in it protect your um, finances that's another thing y'all protect your fucking finances if you don't know if you haven't done mm-hmm. that yet and you're like every one every month or something like losing money Energy transmitters. All right, finances. I need to stop. I need to stop. I need to stop. I need to stop. I need to stop because I'll... Okay, well, on that note, we're, we're done. going to let you guys go. Um, Mercedes, if you want to list off your socials really quickly, I'm going to add them in the um, description anyways, but still, if you wanted to like let people know like your TikTok and everything. Yeah, it's just uh, a dark witch on TikTok and a dark witch with, I think, three H's on Instagram. I think it is three H's. I think it's three H's, but those are my socials. There you guys go. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. I love having you on here. You need one bitch. We always get lost in conversation though. Like we never stay on topic, (laughs) but that's okay though. That's okay. It's very chaotic here. And it's okay y'all because we get lost in topic every time I talk to her about having her on the podcast anyways. So it takes like Mm -hmm. a fucking week. I have to let you know, like a week in advance, like, Hey, um, would you like to be on the podcast? Because like, like my schedule, I sleep during the day, guys. Like these are these are not my normal hours. Sometimes I'm still asleep. Go go get you some sleep after this then. I'm not. I look cute. I'm about to go out. As you should. All right, y'all. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, and other than that, I will talk to you guys next week. And blessed be. Because who does this witch think she is?